Gunline, 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 Fire Mission coming down. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the On the Gunline podcast where we shoot the shit like we did in the past. I'd like to thank you all for watching or listening. Those of you that are live, come on down, pop a squat with me, and chill for the next maybe hour or so and just shoot the shit with me. I got a couple of things on my mind that I want to discuss. And, um,. Normally, I would have a shoot the shit episode with someone that I'd be talking with, interviewing, seeing how they're doing and whatnot. But I decided to go a different route with this one today and do it live. So I'm um, not really sure if anybody's even viewing this at this time or not. I've been on for about 50 seconds now. And um, anyways, yeah, this is a new forum for me, I guess you could say. Not forum per se, but I'm just worried about the fucking technology that I got to do at the end of this bullshit. Anyways, y'all, how's everybody doing? Everybody have a a great week last week? Did everybody have a good uh, Thanksgiving that passed by? I, to be honest, for me, it's been a pretty shitty weekend or week, the past couple. Um, a lot of shit going through my mind, and but slowly but surely building out of it, all right? Um, yeah. And my old lady told me to watch how many times I say fuck, so... I'm on here with two other guys. Right on. What's going on, Davis? How you doing, baby? Dude, it's uh This is a different spectrum doing this live like this. Um especially when I know I want to talk some shit, but uh don't really have anybody else. Hey, hey, Miller, what is up? Right on. I'm glad you guys are here. So far so good. We got a couple of people listening to us. Right on. So let's get this motherfucking fire mission coming down going good. Today, I got a couple of topics I want to hit. Um if you guys have been following the Facebook or on the Instagram for the On the Gun Line podcast, you know that I want to discuss three topics. Number 1 is the encouragement of our children to join the military. Number 2 is her body her choice? Said if she wants to sell her body for a buck to get a fuck, why not? And number three is what constitutes a fucking uh, essential worker? And I think that's a good place to start at right there, an essential worker. Um, check it. I've been watching on the news a lot lately about, you know, the vaccines that are coming out and they're going to be given to essential workers and... Well, first things first, um, full disclosure, fuck the vaccine. I ain't taking it. My kids ain't taking it. Um, I think that this vaccine is the mesothelioma commercials in 20 years. You know, those commercials that be talking about, do you or your loved one have mesothelioma resulting from this? This is what I think the COVID vaccine is going to be. I believe it's going to be something along the lines of, you know, during the COVID pandemic, did you receive the Pfizer or Mirena vaccine? and now can't have children, you might have a lawsuit on hand. Yeah, this is what this is going to be. So anyway, that's just my fucking opinion on it. And if the country tries to mandate somebody getting it, chief, I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to go find myself some fucking land out in the middle of nowhere and just be off the fucking grid because um, ain't no goddamn way in hell after I've been injected with so many things by the army that I'm going to be getting more injections, you know, especially something that I have absolutely no idea about, you know, that just, mm -mm. I have a theory on this. Now, follow me on this too. Um, could it be 
since a lot of people were not taking the flu shot anymore, say as many as there used to be back in the past. Could it be that this COVID-19 would be a way for the pharmaceutical companies to start selling a new vaccine every year? For example, like they do with the flu, because every year with the flu, what they do, they don't they're just guesstimating which strand is going to be. So with this one, COVID-19, um, once it goes on, it's going to mutate to COVID-20, COVID-21. I mean, it, it's going to happen. So could it be that they're going to have everybody so paranoid that they're going to have this is the new flu vaccine pretty much because nobody's taking the old one anymore. So now in order to get people to start taking more of their drugs that they're selling, they create this pandemic and make everyone start taking this as the new vaccine every year. I'm just saying, you know, and if that's not it, I guarantee you there's going to be a booster shot sometime down the line. You're going to have to get just like they did it with us with the anthrax. I don't know how many fucking booster shots I took. You know, I definitely like to hear what y'all got to say about that. You know, what do y'all think? Could it be? Could this be something that could be orchestrated by, you know, by big pharma or, you know, I wouldn't put it past my government. I'm just saying, you know, I'm saying it's just something that I wouldn't pass it by them. But anyways, back to the essential workers. I get it. Police officers, firefighters considered essential. So they got to stay working. Right. Well, how about the regular Joe that has to go out and make his living at a regular nine to five? Whether it be working at a restaurant, whether it's working at a bar, whether it's working at a hair salon, you know, this is their fucking income to them. That's an essential fucking job because at the end of the day, they got those bills they got to pay. And just because the government says, pause, you can't work no more. Oh, oh, bill is still coming in every month. You know what I'm saying? It's just another bill coming in every month. So I'm just saying, um, what could it be? What what constitutes an essential worker, man? Let's be real. This shit is going to push through every single one of us. This COVID-19, no matter how much you try to avoid it, it's going to hit us. Same as the chicken pox did. You know, what did motherfuckers do when people had the chicken pox? They push motherfuckers together so they can go ahead and just get rid of it. And with this vaccine also, if you've already had the vid, um, are you going to get the vaccine as well? You know, how do they fucking know who's had it, who hasn't? For example, I may have had it already. I don't know. But I sure as hell ain't going to go get tested for it either to be put on a registry. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I don't understand. So let's see. Oh, Davis says, no, it's another drug they are going to create. Nothing special. Uh, the rush job is what concerns me. Dude, what concerns me is the push on how they want everybody to get this. Like the way that they said they need to have like 70% of the population inoculated in order for it to, to gain effect and for it to start diminishing the COVID, right? I'm not one of those 70%, chief. Neither are my children. Neither are my Neither is my wife. You know, so I'll be damned if they think they're going to fucking inject me with whatever they got in there. It's just not going to happen. You know, let's go ahead and inject 
all the politicians, all right, and all the doctors. Let's go ahead and get them, and let's see how that goes down down the line. I personally prefer that my body builds up its own immune system. You know why? Why the fuck do we got so so many sickly kids nowadays? You know why? Because parents don't allow them to go play outside anymore. Go play in dirt. Go play in the mud. You know, my kids have no fucking allergies, none. You know what I did as soon as they came out that damn womb? Peanut butter, chief. Let's see. You like peanut butter? Their face didn't swell up. Looks like they good to go. We used to go to Red Lobster. Hmm. Let's see if they can eat some shrimp. Bam. Ate some shrimp. Guess what? No fucking reactions. So, and then I just threw them out into play in the mud. You know, go eat mud. I don't care. That's how you build up your immune. My body, my choice. You right. You right. My body, my choice. We're going to hit on that too next coming up. But yeah, you are right. But at what point does the government have the authority to come over you and say, you know what? You either get this or we cancel you out because that's what it's going to come down to if you really think about it, bro. Everything nowadays is fucking, how can I put this? Everything nowadays is interconnected somehow through the web or through, um, for example, your bank account. All right. Everything's through your little debit card, right? All the government has to say, okay, you don't want to get this shit? Freeze your assets. Now what are you going to do? Oh, you don't want to get it? Guess what? You can't renew your license. You know, so it's a slippery slope. And again, these are just my fucking tinfoil hat shit that's popping through my head. You know what I'm saying? And um, let me know what y'all think, man. Again, I'd be glad to fucking hear what y'all got to say. You know, hit me up. My phone number is 719-237-1219. I'd love to hear what y'all got to say about that. And um, yeah, man. Um, But I'm going back to the essential workers. It pisses me off that, you know, everybody's got to feed their fucking family. Everybody's got to go out and somehow or another make a living. How are they going to do it, man? You know, are I don't know. Are they compensating these people that are are not essential workers? Are they compensating them? Y'all tell me. And I'm not talking about just fucking uh, the what's that shit called unemployment, you know, because that eventually runs out as well. I'm talking about compensating these motherfuckers for not being able to go to work because you won't let them go to work. It's bullshit, man. It's fucking bullshit. As I sip on my motherfucking uh my drink real quick. And it's just water, by the way. But anyways, that that's what I was talking about. I wanted to talk about as far as essential jobs. What exactly constitutes an essential fucking worker? I think that that working class person to their family, they're an essential worker. Because if they don't go to work, they're essentially going to be broke. And then essentially shit's going to go downhill, you know? That's just my motherfucking view on it. Let's hit another one. It's a good segue. Are prostitutes essential workers? You know, what if that's the way they make their funds? That's the way they make their money. You know, I say you know a lot, by the way. I just realized that. So anyways, prostitution. All right. It's a bad word. The way I look at it, her body, her choice. If she wants to get a buck for a fuck, why not? Why is it illegal? Why is it that 
this person cannot go out and slang her body for some dough. Why does the government have to regulate that? I mean, it, it, to me, it just, I don't understand it. I'm not saying it's morally correct, but then it, who am I to go and degrade what somebody else is doing for a living? If she wants to do what she wants with her body, why not? I mean, here's what I don't understand. If you look at the porn industry, it's basically just legal prostitution, right? I mean, they're getting paid to get laid. The only difference is that, you know, they got a cameraman and a director and, uh, you know, producers. To hell with that, you know, cut out the middleman. Just go get laid. I mean, in Europe, one of my homegirls was saying that in Europe, um, you know, it's legal. So long, you know, they got those brothels and stuff like that. But you know what? What if you don't want to work in a in a location like that? What if you don't just want to keep your shit low key and handle your own business? You know, it, it, why not? And if, you know, Joe Blow wants to go get laid, pay five, you know, pay whatever they pay. I don't know. I was going to say five bucks for a hand job or a blow job, but honestly, I don't know. I'd have no idea how that shit works. Maybe Davis, you could let me know how that works. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, apparently out in, um, in Europe, I'm trying to pull it up right now as we speak. Out in Europe, uh, they it's legal. And for those of y'all that know, I mean, if you know some more, let me know. Uh, let's see. Tamara, Tamara said, I think I came at a bad time. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. We're just uh, shooting the shit right here. Just shooting the shit as I always do. Just talking uh, nonsense. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, her body, her choice. I'm all about it. You know, go go handle your business. Keep the law out of it. If she wants to, you know, do her dirt, let her do her dirt. I don't see no problem with it. So my homegirl said prostitution is legal in Europe. They must they just have to get tested every so often and have a health cert up before working, showing that they are clean and disease free. So why would it even have to do that? I get it. I mean, if you want to be working at a brothel or a whorehouse or whatever they're called, you know, cool, if that's what you want to do it that way. But again, what if a girl just wants to go and get laid? Why is it? Because they can't tax her? Is that what it is? They can't govern her? You know, God damn, I need to stop saying you know. I just realized that. I apologize for the last 15 minutes of this of how many you knows you've had to hear. So I just don't understand why it's something that needs to be enforced on someone sex work is work that's right sex work is work they are essential workers there's some dudes out there that you know they need to go get a load off and check it you know maybe it'll cut down on rapes you know maybe a motherfucker will be like hey you know what i'm gonna go get this prostitute here i'm gonna have a rape fantasy with her you know i mean i'm just talking on my ass obviously but i'm just saying it could possibly help so why not? I say I'm all for it. What do y'all think? Let me know. Let me know what your thoughts are. Again, don't give me the moral high ground or the, oh, it's dirty. It's this and that. But you know what? It's, it's their body. It's their fucking body, right? They can kill a baby that's in there. Why not fucking uh, get paid off of the way they make that baby in there?
Just a thought. You know, it. God damn, you know again. Just wanted to discuss on that a little bit. So, anybody want to call in? Let me know. 719-237-1219. I would love to have your, your thoughts on that. Let's see. What else is there to talk about today? Uh, another thing I did want to discuss. Um, the encouragement of children. Because people still think it think of it as taboo honestly but hey a 20 is a 20 you fucking right you goddamn right you know and in a way if you think about it when you go on a date isn't that a form of prostitution i mean honestly we're over here paying some ducats and um hoping to get laid at the end I'm just saying, you know, I know that's how it was when I was a teenager, you know, God damn, you know, again. So, yeah, you know, when I was a teenager, I know that I used to take girls out on dates, you know, and um, hoping I would get lucky. The better the meal, the better the uh, the poontang. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, uh, another thing I did want to discuss, though, on here was the topic of encouraging your children to join the military yeah this this shit's gone all over the place i started with essential workers to prostitution to fucking um encouraging your children to join the military if you don't want them to be fucking on the street there you go what a what a better way to fucking uh to make money if you don't want to sell your body here's where i stand on it um i think it's definitely good to encourage your children to serve their country I do. Now, I'm not going to force it upon them, but I would encourage them, especially coming from an immigrant family, a family that is first generation here. And I encur- I would encourage them to give back to the country which provided their grandmother and grandfathers um, a place to be able to prosper versus the areas where they were at before. So, I mean, it. I think that it would be a great idea to just let them know, like, hey, you know, if you do decide to, you know, if you want to do something for your country that's given you so much, join the military. Now, the military isn't just pow, pow, bang, bang. There's a lot of jobs that you can do in the military that are not necessarily combat jobs. You know, there's a lot of jobs out there that are admin jobs, nursing jobs, mechanic jobs. So you can choose a path to and how to serve your country. I think that that would be uh, something that you should do is encourage it to them. And, you know, if they try to be pushed back on it a little bit, once again, you know, just give them the old, um, that's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country speech. Everybody was all proud of that at the time. But nowadays, it seems like that shit flipped upside down. Now, everybody's like, what the fuck can my country do for me? Which is fucking pathetic, in my honesty. Again, my homegirl, she writes in, yes, we should encourage our kids to serve in the military or some sort of public service like other countries, in my opinion. It helps build character and you never know a career could come from it. We just need to let them know the pros and the cons, because I believe I've had this talk with my daughter and she is on the borderline with it. 
but I won't force her to try and lie about it. That will be totally up to her. Cool point. Cool point. And I appreciate that. I think it's uh, I think it's honorable to serve your country. I think it's honorable to be patriotic. I think it's you're not doing it for your government. You're doing it for your country. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference there. When you serve your country, you're serving your countrymen. You're serving your neighbors, your peers, your family. Not who's um, elected as a president at the time. You're not serving them. You're serving your country, not the government. There's a lot of shit I can't stand about my government. But you know what? And especially while I was in as well. But I knew what I got myself into. I knew what I wanted to do. When I joined the military, I was a grown man already. I was 26 fucking years old. So it's not like it was like straight out of high school and not knowing what I was going to do, you know. And I, I will encourage my children to go for it. A lot of people have like this stigma of like, oh, you only join the military if you don't have a career or a future. Bullshit. Look what's happened with the fucking people going to college. Let's what happened to with people going to college. And before I move on to that, our love for our country should not be based on our willingness to die for it. Honestly, your audience would be biased in this topic, too. This is very true, Tamara. You're very right on that. I mean, but it's not just your willingness to die for it. It's um just the service in your country. I mean, even if you go do some kind of uh, a civil service, I get I don't know. There's got to be something that can be done. You know, it, it doesn't. Like I said, in the military, it's not just about dying for your country. It's serving your country. It's not, again, all pow, pow, bang, bang, you know? Um, and again, uh, like Risa said, you can either get a career out of it or, you know, you can do your time. It'll build character. It'll definitely instill some kind of discipline in you. And I get it. The military is not for everyone. Trust me. I, I got that. There's many, many motherfuckers that I've seen in uniform that I have absolutely no idea how they got there. Many. You know, that's why you weed them out. You weed them the book out. So, but back to my drink. One second, y'all. Ah. <clears throat> Tamara, explain. Civil service, different than enlistment. Uh, break it down for me. Let me know. I, I want to know... Um, I don't use proper terminology, so trust me, you're talking to a ged -er. But with that said, I mean, it's nothing wrong with serving your country, serving your community, serving your, your fellow man. That's all I'm saying. But the military, yes, I, I would push the military on them. Again, the military has gotten to stigma where people believe that it's not... Um... It's only for those that can't make a better life for themselves. And that's completely, to me, moronic. Um, I joined the military not out of need because I was working pretty. I was working. I was a dental assistant. I didn't have to fucking join the military when the war kicked off. But it was something that I've always wanted to do. And luckily, they needed the bodies. So they were looking to push through certain aspects of my past as well as my GED. And they let me in. And I made the best out of it for as long as I could. If it was up to me, I'd still be in right now. 
unfortunately, um, if I can't lead from the front, I'm not going to try to lead at all, you know? But anyway, um, there's a lot more to the military than just, you got some smart motherfuckers there. Again, that's what I wanted to go to. A motherfucker's been pushing, go to college, go to college, go to college, right? Fucking an associate's degree is now the equivalent of a high school diploma. Everybody is is just saturated with with uh with all these freaking degrees and bullshit. What are they and they expect to come out earning X amount of cash after college? Like, come on, dude, be a little bit more fucking realistic about it. You're not gonna earn fifty thousand when you fucking come out of college when your military and war comes up there's almost a guarantee you're going to war an ambulance driver postal worker and teacher are civil service workers okay again but it depends on your job in the military and it depends you know theaters are different in war you know there's a lot of people that will be in the background um we still need mechanics we still need finance officers or we still need all the um the rear echelon motherfuckers as we call them trade work is the most important work yes yes you are 100 percent right on that trade work is the it's one of the most most valuable tools or gifts that you can give your child is teaching them a fucking trade why are schools not doing this why are schools not teaching you basic plumbing basic electricity welding you know why is it that again people get shit on because they don't have a college degree you know and i don't understand why they do that i mean these people everybody's getting a fucking tech degree but can't fix their own goddamn plumbing at the house. They can't change their own toilet if they have to. So now they got to go pay a plumber. A plumber will charge you a nut and a half just to show up and turn a few fucking wrenches and then cause the leak to stop. People get mad because they charge so much. Well, you know what? You should have learned to do it your fucking self. Then you would know that you don't have to pay a plumber 80 bucks to come and just turn a ball valve. I mean, it's that simple sometimes. And um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with working with your hands. There's nothing wrong with, you know, getting your hands dirty. Construction workers, that's solid fucking work. Painters, home painting, solid fucking work. But no, everybody wants to tell their kids, go to college, go get an education. Yeah, and then what? And then what? College should be for those that, you know, if you want to be a lawyer, got it. Doctor, got it. You know, but why do you got, here's my biggest issue with colleges as well. Why do I got to take a thousand fucking prerequisites for a job that has nothing to do with what the fuck I want to do? Let's say I want to be a history teacher. All right. Why do I got to take all these algebra classes, geometry classes? What the fuck's that got to do with history? I'm not giving the history of fucking how they built the goddamn pyramids. 
aliens. But I mean, I'm not, you know, what I'm saying is I don't need all these prerequisites. Another thing, why can't certain jobs just be done as apprenticeships? You know, learn on the job. That's the best way to fucking learn it. But if you're going to go into sciences, I get it. Handle your business. Go to college, you know. It's just my question, y'all. It's just my question. And let's say you don't want to go to college. Let's say you want to just slang your body for some dough. Make it happen, Captain. Anyways, if you want to join me here on the podcast, hit me up. 719-237-1219. I'd like to hear what y'all got to say. Actually, I'll go ahead and put my phone number in here. Um, as you can see, I'm just uh, shooting shit out here on a fucking Friday night. Trying to see that everybody's all right. One, two, one, nine. Send. All right. There's my number. If anybody want to hit me up and we can go ahead and shoot the shit on here. What else is going on out in the world today, man? I've already done talked about some things. Um, all right. Let's see. Anybody got any topics they want to hear about right now? I gave you my ideals already. Her body, her choice. Make a buck with a fuck. Why not? Encouragement of military. I do get your um your your point though, Tamara. Um, as far as like, you know, people being weary about joining the military. Who is this? You're on the gun line. Who this is? You know who this is, Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, homegirl? How you doing? Good. I'm just here cooking dinner and listening to the podcast. Right on. I appreciate the support. What's going on? What's on your mind? So, um, no, it's just like a lot of good points about like, you know, influencing your kids, you know, to join the military and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And also telling them, hey, you know, if you don't want to join the military civil service, you know, you can do volunteer work at your community. You can do, um, how do I put it? Because, you know, like, in different countries, um, you have to do some sort of type of civil service. Like, Korea does it, mm -hmm. Germany does it, and stuff like that to where they're getting back to their, <clears throat> excuse me, their communities or, you know, their neighborhoods and stuff like that. Right. So, like, you know how Katusa is in Korea, they're mandated, what, two years of mandatory service, right? right. Whether it be through the military or through volunteer work where... They're like firemen, volunteer policemen, et cetera, et cetera. See, now as far as right. that goes, I didn't know that they could do all those other, um, all those other careers. I know that they do have to uh, do two years of military service, and that's kind of like what the Israels do. The Israelites, Israel people, Israelites, the, the Jews. You know, yeah, they 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 do two years of service out there, but I mean, then the conflict comes with that. I mean, because that's mandated for them. You know, yeah. So one thing is and, encouraging. And the U.S. doesn't have it. You know, the U.S. doesn't have it, and mm -hmm. it's, it's just a point of like installing patriotism or just like selfless service, like we learn in the military, mm -hmm. to your kids. Be like, hey, you know, give back, and you never know. You could learn to like, you know, what you do. You know, volunteer wise, or if you just decide to join the military, you right. know, do a four year career and be like, hey, I actually like what I'm doing here, mm -hmm. and you know. Do 20 years or more you know <laughs> fact i got you and uh so somebody said who is that introduce her this is my homegirl risa she was actually um on one of the shoot the shit episodes back in the day when i first started off the podcast and she's a big supporter 
And uh, glad to have her on here. She always has a good opinion. She's a Mexican who thinks she's Samoan. So she's a Mexico Samoan. What are you cooking right now, anyway? Oh, <laughs> I'm making um, uh, lamb stir fry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have no idea what that is, but that sounds good as fuck. So, what do you think about a woman uh, selling her body for money, though? You know what? Do you? Do you? I mean, as long as like, like I stated, like when you read what I wrote, yeah. You know, <clears throat> when when I was in Europe, you know. I did go to like Amsterdam and um, Brussels, all those other places, even the red light district in Germany. Yeah. And the whole, the whole reason behind why the sex workers showed like a health certificate is just so they can know like people that come in know that they're getting clean service and they're not going to contract an STD or a disease or anything like that. Right. And it's just to keep, it's just to keep them healthy as well. Right. You know, because you don't want to be, infectious or have a DD and still try to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're burning out your motherfucking, uh, your, your customers. Your clientele. Your clientele. <laughs> right know? on. So you know, I mean, I look at it as like, hey, you know, at least they're letting you know what they had or have, mm -hmm. you know, so that way you know what you're purchasing prior to. <laughs> right. I mean, but see, my thing about it is, um, it shouldn't be something that should be regulated in that way. I mean, I get it. I mean, if that's an option, go for it. I mean, they have the bunny ranch in, out in, in Nevada, I believe, right? Um, mm -hmm. But if a girl or a female wants to just earn it on her own, let her do it. I don't understand why the big stigma behind it. I mean, I do understand because, you know, nobody wants their daughter to be doing that. But at the same time... Um, they make money. I mean, they, they make bank. I mean, like, you have those... those uh, girls that do uh, what's it called sugar babies they don't freaking have sex with people but yet they're or their arm candy for old men oh right right and, and yeah. they get paid like freaking buku bucks fucking high class you know? hood rats you know that's all they are and if I'm just saying if that's the way she wants to live her life who am I to tell them that they can't you see what I'm saying now would I want that for my children of course not no. but how many fathers no. or parents want their kids to be Jenna Jameson you know <laughs> So I'll be like, hey, you know, some some parents would be like, you know, hey, I mean, if you feel like that's your career path and you can earn a living and everything like that, and not have any, it's a moral thing, I think, for, exactly. for women. Exactly, I think so too, as well on that. What else is on your mind? You got anything you want to discuss on your mind? Oh my god! Oh, covered that's... the vaccinations right now because I, I was like, I was listening to that, I was like, I didn't read your comment like... actually. I haven't read your comment yet. On the essential workers. I wanted to read that next. But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the vaccinations real quick. Um, how do you feel about it if they start making it mandatory? You know, I, you put it in perspective for me real quick when you were like, hey, if you don't get it done, you know, bam, there goes your license. Bam, there goes your, your accounts. And I'm like, what is this, child support? I got to fucking do this. Yeah, <laughs> for real. It's some <laughs> so I'm just like. It, it's crazy. It, it sucks, dude, because that's, you know, people, there's some people out there saying, oh, you know, why are you afraid? Motherfucker, they rush this shit. <laughs> I, no, I'm not going to get something that I don't know any fucking thing about. Exactly. And it's just like, what are you putting your body into? And what are you going to get your kids, you know, your family mm -hmm. and stuff like that? And what are the after effects? Exactly. And a lot of people aren't paying attention to that. You know, again, tinfoil hat over here. Um, I'd rather wait a year after all these people have gotten their shots 
and see where it goes from there. And, you know, if I'm still alive after I got the wrong... Dude, here's what kills me. Motherfuckers are just showing how many deaths there have been. But what about how many people have lived? You know, how many people are supposed to die in a year in the U.S.? And versus how many have died in total with the COVID? You know, that's what I want to know. They don't weigh the numbers out because all they see is the negative. The negative, negative, negative. You know, like, I think, what was it, the last I saw was, like, 30 million infected or some shit like that. And out of the 30 million, only, like, 260, you know, thousand have died from COVID. And how many of those are actual really COVID-related deaths? As far as, like, you know, or was it, you know, that they already had one foot in the fucking grave and they just happened to have the rona when they died you yeah know? well i mean like i know it's serious because i did have like three of my family members passed away from mm-hmm. covid you know so i mean two of them were elderly in their, in their 90s mm-hmm. one was uh in her 40s my mom's cousin mm-hmm. and you know but she had deteriorating health okay so i mean it, it's serious yes but it's not to the point where we have to stop our lives and like you know have fear mongering within the nation and And i don't mean to be an insensitive prick but you know if i'm 90 i can be taken out by just a fucking cold (laughs) you know what i'm saying anything anything will take you out so but yeah man i'm surprised like i'm surprised like when biden got his fracture they're gonna take him out oh no they can't they gotta wait for him to be elected all the way in and inaugurated before (laughs) kamala could take over you know what i'm saying you know, don't even get me started with that one. Cause <laughs> I am. We'll say that for the next week. Uh, shoot the shit yeah. episode. <laughs> well, I appreciate sure. you being on here with me, Risa. You always been a great friend, a great supporter. And um, thank you for coming on the gun line, baby girl. Make sure you uh, take care of them kids. And I haven't seen my little chinito yet. So eventually sure one day we'll meet him. You he's know? here with his long hippie hair. He won't. He refuses to cut his hair. That's why you cut it <laughs> while he's asleep. Yeah. Well, he's well. He's going to be surrounded by girls come February with number four coming along. So. Orale. Oh my four. <laughs> God. Yeah. Damn. Valentine's Day, man. Dude, are you fucking? Are Are you trying to keep in match with Angela? <laughs> oh i told God. her i'm done i told her i'm done it sounds good <laughs> all right then homegirls good talking to you You be easy out there stay rona free all right all right Take all right care. bye-bye bye <clears throat> oh shit i'm coughing i got the rona so that yeah that was my homegirl uh risa there um appreciated her calling in i hope you guys were able to hear her and um yeah dude um i want that to to coming to your mind yo that if they do try to make this shit something fucking um mandatory are you gonna fucking take it i'm not i'll tell you i'm not so anyways um let's see what other topics do i got here to talk about today y'all we discussed about the woman's body her choice da 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 males females numbers i don't even know what the fuck that means Oh, well, whatever. Moving on, Charlie Mikan. So, you know what? I do have something I do want to tap on real quick, man. I've been, I appreciate y'all been here. We're now 35 minutes or 39 minutes with me. I think this will be the last one I talk about today. Um, um, with the recent shit that's occurred uh, in 
within our community, at least uh, the 277FA, 582FA community. We lost one of ours, um, really good friend. And um, it's dealing with death, all right? And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because just a couple of days ago, I was wondering to myself, am I an asshole or am I just a soulless fuck? And I'll, I'll let you know why here in a second. You know, um, knowing that my friend passed away, knowing that he's gone, I know how I should be reacting emotionally wise. I know that I should be where I should be at, you know, or from what I've observed others, you know, and I'm doing this as a sober person now. And I think a lot of this has to do with why probably a lot of veterans drink as well. For some reason, it seems that for me, I can't seem to open up emotionally unless I've been drinking. And it seems like that's the only time I can feel. All right. I don't know if this is making sense to anybody, but it makes sense to me. So I don't know if because I'm sober now, it's difficult for me to process what's going on. It comes out more as apathetic as of like um, no fucks are given or anything like that of that sort, you know? And so I started questioning myself, like, you know, am I just a selfless asshole? And luckily, a good friend of mine that I spoke with, um, I asked him, dude, like, what, what's the problem with me? Do, am I just that person that is just become numb and just doesn't give a shit? Or is it that I've learned to... I've learned to set it aside and not let it affect me and just, you know, just comes out as apathy as, you know, and because it's not that I don't care because obviously I do, but it's that I, I feel like emotionally, I think I should be there in a certain level, but I'm not, you know, I've tried to force myself to feel certain ways, but it's not happening. And what I'm afraid of is that it's all going to bottle up and eventually explode. You know what I'm saying? So again, with the alcohol, with alcohol, I was able to feel. I was able to share my emotions. I was able to, to um, I was able to, to, shit, I was able just to fucking feel. The only problem was with that, was that with the alcohol, it would fucking sink me into a deeper hole. I didn't know when to stop. So I would just continue with the alcohol until my mind was beyond what I was supposed to be doing, which was just trying to feel it. And then I was just becoming it afterwards, falling into that rabbit hole. So that's why I had to cut out the alcohol. But that's what I'm trying to get at is that I think a lot of veterans out there are drinking because they want to feel again. If some of you vets out there understand what I'm talking about, you know, hit me up. It's just something that I feel um, 
I started feeling like I was lacking it. Like I was fucking lacking human compassion. I was, I don't know how to explain it. You know, it's, um, I told, uh, my homeboy, I'll, I'll even, I'll read to you what I wrote to him. Cause let's see if I find it because like I said, man, it's, um, it's fucking, I don't know, dude. So here's the thing. Long story short. Um, Bear with me. Ah, fuck me. I can't find it. I guess it doesn't matter anyway. But y'all understand what I'm saying, right? It's just fucking... Oh, here it is. So this is what I ended up writing to him. Uh... I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me. It's like I can't accept or haven't accepted it. I don't know. I I know he's gone. I know we will never get to hear. Um, I will never get to get. Okay, excuse me. It's like I can't accept or haven't accepted it. I don't know. I know he's gone. I know we will never get our lost times back. And yet I feel almost numb to it. Like, oh, well, or it is what it is. So, you know, it's either A, I've learned to just put shit somewhere in my head and just let it marinate there. B, I've become so good at accepting death that I'm now apathetic to it. Or C, I'm a soulless sack of shit. You know, and he wrote back to me telling me not to C, most likely B. And I, I think I had to agree with him on that. You know, I was able to shed some tears. I was able to, to mourn and, but I haven't, I feel like there's still more that I want to fucking express that I can't, you know, anyways, that's, um, that's what I wanted to, how do you guys deal with death out there? You know, has anybody uh, felt anything like what I've just explained? Where you feel, I'll tell you what, the way I, um, it comes to a point where I feel like I, I want to talk to somebody, but I don't know who that person is and I don't know what the fuck I want to talk to them about. I don't know if that makes fucking sense, but that's the way that I felt a lot lately. Like, you know. I know I want to talk, but I don't know what I want to talk about and with whom, if that makes any sense, you know, that's something that, I don't know, it's just fucking weird in my head, dude, and I think that's why I enjoy this here, Caleb, what you got to say, Roberson, I feel like your observations on the drinking emotional angle have wisdom to them, it's a good take on coping mechanism, prioritize emotional states. I appreciate that. That's a very high speed way of saying um, drinking feel good, make bad go away. I, I that, this motherfucker knows how to articulate things a lot better than I do. But yeah, um, yeah, bro. I just drinking it has its good things to it. Where if you know how to control it, you know what I'm saying. But again, with most of us, you know what? I'm not gonna generalize. I'll put myself with myself. When I drink, I don't know when to stop. And it just, I don't drink. I drink to become, 
to lose the numbness and feel, but then I over drink overboard and become numb all over again and just want to fucking be done with it and not deal with it anymore. If that makes sense, especially the following day, it's a lot worse, but I've been sober now for two years and four months and I'm pretty proud of that, you know? All right. So with that said, y'all, I think I'm gonna go ahead and call it a day with this one. Um, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I thank you, Risa, for calling me up. Um, Miller, thanks for participating. Roberson, Tamara, or Tamara. I know Mrs. Granice. How about that? Mrs. Granice. Thank you for participating here. Everybody who came to hang out with us, I appreciate it a lot. Um, I think this might be a new way that I'll be taking with the podcast. Davis, thank you for hanging out with me as well now that I thought about it. And um, yeah, everybody who's been here and watching us take place, I appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and drop this tomorrow morning. Um, it'll, it won't be on the Facebook anymore. I'm going to delete it once I get done with this. So uh, for those listening at home, I appreciate y'all You know, taking the time to just listen to some entertainment for a bit. Slash dumbass opinions. Slash, I don't know. Y'all let me know. Oh, Gay Bear, what's going on? Hey, Bear, how you doing today? And um, so, yeah, you know, um, I'll I'll let y'all know where we go from here. Um, one thing I will say is that it was great, great, great fucking seeing uh, my boys. All right. Hold on. You on the gun line. Who this is? Look here, Mr. Lopez. Oh, fucking a. I got a bear on the line. What's up? Bro, I'm fucking, I was looking at your show and I was like, bro, I'm going to call this motherfucker and see what's up. <laughs> How you doing, brother? How you been? Bro, I'm good, man. Just, I'm ready to get this cast off my fucking arm, bro. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Dude, you hurt yourself, I right? I got pants in my fucking hand, bro. Dude. I broke my hand. I got stitches and I got a cast on my hand. Nice. The nice. one thing I want to do, dude, is just wash my hand, bruh. That's really the only thing I really want to do. Don't lie. You just want to beat off. No, bruh. My hand got all that dead skin on it and it stinks. Yeah, bruh. That's really just what I really want to do. I go next week and I'm hoping they take this damn thing off and pull them pins out. All right. And by the way, for those that are listening and watching, uh, on the line we got Brandon Jacob Aver. He's the man with the big chin, but you can't tell because it's hidden behind his red fucking beard that he has. Hey, bro, I did cut it, man. Right on. Hey, uh, is Mercer still out there with you? No, bro. Mercer left already, man. Mercer left and went uh, the day he was supposed to leave. He couldn't leave. He had to leave way later than he wanted to because we had to go get him a battery. Ah, Yeah, he ended up going through like Monroe and then cutting through Mississippi and then Alabama and then went up home uh South Carolina. Right on, right on. Cool beans, man. So Oh yeah, bro. I appreciate so, you coming on the gun line, baby. Uh what's on your mind? Hey, bro, I got a question, bro. How was the funeral, man? So, um it was a uh, definitely you know what you would expect it was definitely uh you know uh man it was dude, it's weird bro it's weird bro because this year like over the years me and mercer was talking about that 
bro, we lost too many motherfucking people, bro, over the years, bro. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. But yeah, it was definitely uh, we had a um, we had a couple of us that showed up. It was myself, Kowalczyk, Roberson, Granice, Bash, and Carter. And oh, and McCabe. Yeah, I've seen the pictures on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, sir. So, you know, we all came together, said, gave our goodbyes to him. And, um, you know, it's still uh, still in shock. But um, hey, we got to push through with it, you know? Like somebody said on Facebook, bro, he's the only NCO that would chew your ass out with a smile on his face. <laughs> That's funny because it's fucking true. That motherfucker always had a smile, man. He'd be pissed the hell off, but he was smiling the whole time. He was cussing you out, and it's like... Should I take him seriously, or I mean, we, we, I don't know how to take him, bro. Nah, but, but yeah, bro, I'm good, man. Everybody down here, good. You know, we had them two hurricanes that decided to hit us. You know, mm-hmm. which was uh, pretty exciting. You know, so where, and where are you at exactly? All right, dude, I'm like right off the I-10 between Lake Charles and Lafayette. So you out, but you out in Louisiana, right? Yes, sir. All right. Big hey, love. To- oh, yeah. This year's been pretty fucked up. Two hurricanes. Before I jacked my hand up, I had to have my appendix removed because it was about to burst. Um, yeah, so it's been a good, interesting year this year, bro. And it's only. Dude, which I hand mean, is it that's fucked up, your left or your right? Right hand. Are you right handed or left handed? Right handed. You know, you became left handed over the past couple of months then. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The last few weeks, yes, I have. I have I had to learn how to use my left hand for shit that I used to do with my right hand. And now that I adapted, the cast is about to come off, and now I got to start relearning everything with my right hand and getting my right hand to function again. So yeah, it's gonna well, be fun. I mean, I don't think it's that hard to get your hand to start stroking back and forth. I mean, it's anyways, muscle memory. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> Oh shit! You know I had to throw that in there. Who's your oh, daddy? Oh man! Hey, bro, you want to go there, motherfucker? Yeah. How many times you got in trouble, fucking you and everybody else drinking over there in, in Iraq, huh, motherfucker? Yeah. I got in trouble. Yes, I did. Hey, bro. Like you fucking uh, what's his name? Fucking in Georgia. Uh, God dang! Yeah, Borson knows what I'm talking about. He used to be his goddamn driver. Dude fucking would stay up all night arguing with his wife and then sleep during the day doing the missions and shit and almost taking damn shit out. I don't know, man, but I do remember you uh I remember you having a story of uh you know what, I'll say that for another day. But I do remember asking you what you're doing for block leave and you say, I'm going frogging. And I'm like, what the fuck is frogging? And you're like, you, hey, bro, you get a stick. <laughs> I did, man. All right, boss. Hey, I got to start wrapping this up, though. It's good hearing from you. Peace out, bro. You Take be care. easy, A-Bear. You know how to get at me, all right, brother? Oh, I do, bro. I got your number. You and Mendez's number. All right. I know where the fuck y'all live, bro. I'll fucking stalk y'all's ass. Calm down, you Cajun killer. <laughs> All right, bro. Y'all take care, homie. All right, be easy, brother. Later. Motherfucking gay bear. So here's a story I didn't want to tell. This motherfucker was beating guts, right? This motherfucker's hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. Apparently, while he's beating guts, he tells his old lady, 
who's your daddy? And the bitch said, nope, pump the brakes. We are done. She straight fucking cut him out right there. That's right, A-Bear. You want to bring up the alcohol at me in Iraq? I bring up you in the barracks, baby. That's how we ride on the gun line. All right, y'all. I do appreciate y'all being here this Friday with me. Uh, Took you all over the place on this wild fucking ride between fucking encouraging your children to join the military or not. I would love to hear more of that, by the way. And start hitting me up, man. I wanted to read your feedback. You know, and um, I'll keep it, I'll keep it, what's that word, uh, anonymous, so nobody will know. Hit me up on the gunline at gmail.com. If you got my phone number, text me. Uh, shit, everybody has it out right now. And yeah, man, uh, make sure y'all go onto the support the merch store, man. I got some cool ass shirts, every single fucking round on the 155s and the 105s. They're up there, everything from Excalibur, Willie P, H-E, uh, shit, Attack M's. So, hey, check out what you like in uh, 1770, uh, they're 1776. You could pay more, but why? Because I don't have grunt style on it. Shots fired. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Motherfuckers will crush me. Anyway, y'all, with that being said, thank y'all for being here. I hope I was able to entertain you all for a nice hour. Uh, it's time to call it a night. Got to take the kids out to Sonic's and go get some motherfucking mozzarella sticks and some milkshakes. I hope y'all have a great weekend out there. And if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, have a good coffee and a good cigar. With that being said, um, love, peace, and hair grease, y'all. Thank y'all for being on the gun line. And um, got to find out what we're going to do about this midweek memo, y'all. I'm up for suggestions. All right. Love, peace, and hair grease. Rounds complete. End of mission. Gunline out. Catch y'all later on the gunline.